What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? This your boy, 13th Disciple, 13TH, a.k.a. the Young John the Baptist. You know what it is. Grab your Bible, grab your pad, grab your pen, grab your highlighter. We about to dive into this gospel, and you about to get this work. It's time for another episode of Disciple Me. Let go! y'all let's get it we have a lot to cover in a short amount of time there's three main passages that we're going to go over today the first passage that i want you to write down i want you to write down genesis chapter 25 verse 27 through 34 and the new living translation the second passage i want you to write down is first kings chapter 18 verse 1 through 40 and then the third chapter i want you to write down is Numbers chapter 20, verse 1 through 13, all in the New Living Translation. Today's message is called Burnt Out. Alright y'all, so before we dive into the scriptures and we go into this message, I just want to have a real transparent moment with you right now. My life right now is being stretched all over the place. I feel very burnt out and it's crazy how God would use me to be able to encourage you in the midst of me being in a season where I feel like I'm being stretched and I feel like I'm burnt out right now. Literally the other night as God was using me to put together the podcast, the paper stayed blank all night long. I was like, yo, like I got nothing. And I don't just want to do a podcast or just talk just to be talking. I want to make sure that I'm speaking a timely word that's going to be able to reach people right where they're at in this particular season of their lives. And it's crazy. Sometimes God will have you go through stuff and have you encourage other people in the same area that you need encouragement. So I want to encourage you before we dive into this. Right now, you might be going through a real tough time, a real hard season in life. Sometimes to overcome that hurdle, sometimes to overcome what you're going going through, find someone to encourage because somebody else out there might be going through something a lot worse than you. Okay. So take the time, not just to focus on you, but realize other people are going through things as well. So find someone to encourage after you watch this podcast. So listen, I'm in a season right now where I have a 21 month year old daughter who doesn't let me sleep. I love her, but she doesn't let me sleep. So I'm in a season right now where I'm trying to juggle my marriage. I'm trying to juggle work. I'm trying to juggle being a new father. I'm trying to juggle spending time with God so I can stay sane. And it's it's hard. Just to be honest with you, it's hard. And so God gave me this message when I woke up in the morning and he said, burnt out. I believe that as you're listening to this, a lot of people right now, they're burnt out watching this. You're tired of work. You're tired of your marriage. You're tired of your kids. You're just stressed out. And I want to encourage you and let you know that seasons change. Look at me real quick, y'all. Seasons change. It's not always going to be summer. It's not always going to be fall, winter, spring, summer. Seasons change. And I want to encourage you right now in this season of being burnt out. Don't give up. Take time to rest. Jesus says this. He says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I want you to take the time to be able to make sure that you're taking time to rest in his presence. Listen, worship, 
does not change your reality or your circumstance or your condition. But what it does is shifts your perspective and my perspective so we can begin to see our situation in a different light. I'm about to take you through some scriptures that the Lord gave me with different people in the Bible that were burnt out and they made some crazy decisions because they were emotionally unstable. And right now, before you make a dumb decision, before you do something crazy, I want you to dive into the gospel with me and I want you to be encouraged as God uses me to revive you. All right, y'all, let's read. I want you to go to Genesis chapter 25, verse 27 through 34. Let's go. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating the wild game Esau brought home. But Rebekah loved Jacob. One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau arrived home from the wilderness, exhausted and hungry. Esau said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red. All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as a firstborn son. I want you to highlight and I want you to circle that part. All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as a firstborn son. Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now? But Jacob said, first you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as a firstborn to his brother Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. All right, y'all, so let's break down this passage. What you're seeing is Esau is coming back from the field and Esau is burnt out. Esau is tired. Esau is exhausted. Esau is not in his right mind state. And Jacob was waiting for the prime opportunity for Esau to be burnt out so he could try to get that birthright. He wanted to make sure he could get that blessing because Jacob was the second born and Esau was first born. And he wanted to be able to have all the the blessings that came with being firstborn. And so what you're seeing is, is Jacob sits back and he waits. He watches and he sits back and he's waiting for Esau to be burnt out. And that's how the enemy does us, y'all. He sits back and he waits for us to get burnt out. He sits back and waits for us to be exhausted and tired. And the next thing you know, he's like, go look at that porn site. He's like, go back and call that girl. He's like, go back and call that dude. He's like, go back and smoke some weed. He's like, go back and drink. Because these are the things that we do as humans to try to escape what we're going through. Whenever we're burnt out and we're tired, we always wanna go to something that's gonna be a quick fix. And what I'm telling you is, Jacob was waiting for the prime opportunity just to be able to come and get what he wanted. And so what you have to do in this season and being burnt out, you have to take the time to make sure you rest. You have to make sure you take the time to get in God's presence so that way you can get your emotions under control before you trade your legacy, before you trade your purpose, before you trade the calling of God on your life. And you have to ask yourselves, whatever the enemy is offering you right now, is it worth your purpose? Is it worth your legacy? Is it worth your destiny? Is it worth it? Ask yourself that question. What I want you to do right now in this season 
season. I want you to get back in worship. I want you to get back in prayer. I want you to get back in your word and I want you to get refreshed and I want you to get reset before you make any decisions. Never make short-term decisions that can have long-term effects. I'm gonna say it again. Never make short-term decisions that can have long-term effects. What you're going through right now, sleep on it. I know you're stressed out. I know you're burnt out. I know you're going through, sleep on it. Because when you wake up, you'll wake up with a new mindset and you'll wake up refreshed. So take the time, get some sleep, get some rest. And as you go to sleep and wake up, you're gonna be refreshed, y'all. Don't make decisions when you're tired. Don't make decisions when you're not in your right mindset. Make sure that you get your emotions under control. Esau, he traded his firstborn rights to Jacob. And Jacob, I'm telling you, he's just like the devil, y'all. Listen, y'all, Jacob is just like Satan. If you go to the book of Job, God asked Satan, where have you been? He said, I've been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. The enemy watches us. He studies us and he knows when we're tired. He knows when we're frustrated. He knows when we're overwhelmed. And this is the time that he's going to come and try to tempt us and try to offer us something to please our flesh. The Bible lets us know in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about Moses and it said that Moses chose to suffer rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. If you break down that passage, it lets you know sin is enjoyable. Sin is pleasurable, but it's also fleeting, meaning whatever you're trying to escape to, to be able to please your flesh for the moment, to escape reality, it's only going to be for a moment that it's going to satisfy y'all. Take time to rest. Don't make decisions when you're stressed out and when you burnt out. I'm going to give you a quick example, y'all. Every time I leave the gym, something pops up on my phone. It's my address. The iPhone knows my strategy and knows my movements, and it knows that I'm leaving the gym to go to my house. And every time I leave my house to go to the gym, the gym pops up. So it watches me. It watches my patterns. It watches me, and it knows exactly where I'm going to be, y'all. And that's exactly how the enemy works, y'all. He watches us. He knows our next move. And sometimes we got to switch stuff up on the devil and we got to do things different. We got to take different routes. We got to confuse him so he don't know the moves that we're going to make y'all because the enemy, he loves, he loves to watch us. He loves to surveil us and he loves to sit back and be like, I'm waiting for them to get weak. Yup. I'm waiting for them to get weak. I'm waiting for them to get burned out. And what he does, he comes with temptations because he knows that you're not going to make the right decisions because you're not in the right emotional state. Take time to rest y'all take time to rest. Let's continue to read. I'm going to go to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 1 through 40 in the New Living Translation. For the sake of time, I want you to read that when you get a chance. And I'm going to break it down to you and tell you exactly what happened to this prophet Elijah that was stressed out, burnt out, and was in a place where the dude became suicidal. Alright y'all, so let's break this down and let's talk about Elijah. Now Elijah was one of the greatest prophets that ever lived in the Old Testament. And what you're seeing in this passage is that Elijah, though he was great, he's now going through a moment. He's going through a season where he's frustrated, he's tired, he's dealing with all these thoughts of, man, I don't want to live anymore. And I want to speak to a CEO right now. I want to speak to a startup entrepreneur right now. I want to speak to that pastor and that leader right now 
that feels like, you know what, I'm tired. I don't want to do ministry anymore. You know what, I should go back to that nine to five. I don't know if entrepreneurship is for me. I don't know if I want to be the CEO of this company anymore. It's just too overwhelming of what I'm going through right now. And I want to speak into your life right now. I want to speak into your life with the angel of the Lord told Elijah in this passage. He said, get up and eat. Get up and eat. Get up and eat. Take the time right now to get up and eat. Feed yourself the word of God because what the word of God does, it revives us. It puts us back into the right place where we're thinking correctly. And I want to take the time to talk to y'all out there. CEOs, startup businesses, pastors, leaders, whatever you are in ministry, whatever you are in corporate America, I want to tell you right now, it's going to be okay. Take time to rest. Eat. Feed yourself the word because the word, not only will it revive you, but it will give you hope. It'll cause you to be able to see things with the right lenses, okay? So take the time to get back into the Word so you can get revived, so you can get restored, so you can get hope again, so you can see with the correct lenses, so you can be able to navigate this hard season that you're going through. One thing you have to look at is that right before this chapter, Elijah, he has this great victory. He kills all the false prophets in the land and he gets this death threat. He gets this death threat from Jezebel. And Jezebel's like, man, don't let me catch you outside, bro. Don't let me catch you outside. And so Elijah is now threatened by this woman named Jezebel. And now he's dealing with the spirit of fear. And now he's like, man, I just want to die. I'm just like, oh, like I, I, I just don't want to live. Like I'm done. And right now you might be watching this and you're in a season where you're like, man, I'm done. It's too hard being a single mother. I'm done. It's too hard. I can't pay the bills. They're about to shut my lights off. Right now, you're about to get evicted. Right now, you're in a place right now where you're taking the bus, where you're walking everywhere. And you're like, I don't know how much more I can take. I encourage you, get back in the word, get revived. It's going to be okay. Listen to me. It's going to be okay. Breathe. I hear the Lord saying, breathe. Breathe, breathe. I take take the time to breathe. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Breathe. It's going to be okay. Breathe. It's going to be okay. I know you're stressed out. I know you're tired. Breathe. Sometimes you just got to pause and breathe. You're going to make it through this. You're going to make it through this. And listen, after Elijah experienced that great victory, this is when the attacks came. Anytime that God uses you greatly, or you encourage somebody, or you're a light to somebody, the enemy's always gonna come right afterwards to try to discourage you. It works like this. You have a great victory, and now because you poured out, now you're in a place to where you're depleted. And what happens is, if you do not get filled back up, what the enemy will do, he will now send a spirit of defeat. And then if that doesn't work, he'll send a spirit of discouragement. And if that doesn't work, he'll now send a spirit of depression. And if that doesn't work, now he got you thinking suicidal thoughts, y'all. You have to catch yourself. Whenever you pour out and you're at a place of depletion, you have to get poured back in. You got to get back into your prayer closet. You got to get back into the word. You got to have people around you that can pour back into you. You got to get back into worship because that allows you to be able to get filled back up so you can see with the correct lenses. It's going to be okay. Seasons change. 
Now listen, I want to talk about one more thing in this particular passage because right after Elijah gets encouraged by the angel of the Lord, God calls him to go forth and anoint the next generation, to go and anoint his replacement. Listen, if you're going through warfare right now in your walk, it's not about you. If you're going through warfare right now, it's not about you. It's about your replacement. It's about your legacy being transferred over to the next generation. I can tell you plenty of times on my walk where I've been depressed, where I've been suicidal, where I've questioned God with my calling. I'm like, God, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. Sometimes I felt like the prophet Jeremiah and I'm like, man, I don't want to do this no more. But it's like fire burning up on the inside of me and I can't quit. I can't let people live below their potential. I can't let people walk around with so much great purpose on the inside of them and me quit and not be able to speak into their lives and transfer what's on me onto them so they can become great and be everything that God has called them to be. I cannot give up. And God spoke to Elijah to go and anoint his replacement. The fight is not over you, y'all. The fight is over your replacement. Anytime you feel like you want to give up on your walk, it's not about you. It's about your replacement. The baton in your hand, God wants you to take that baton and give it to the next generation. If you quit, what happens to your replacement, y'all? I want you to take time to think about that. If you quit, what happens to your replacement, y'all? It's not about you. It's about your replacement that's waiting on you. Listen, anytime an airplane goes higher in altitude, it's always going to experience some type of turbulence. Anytime God is about to take you higher and promote you, you're going to experience turbulence, AKA warfare. So warfare is just an indication that God is shifting you and you're about to shift and go higher in altitude. He's promoting you. So right now, don't look at, man, I'm going through right now. Man, I'm distressed. Man, I want to quit. It's not even about that. It's God taking you higher. It's God shifting you to a different altitude. So listen, take time. Get back in your word. Take time to breathe. Take time to get back in worship because it's going to change your perspective. It may not change your situation or your circumstance, but it will change your lenses and the way that you see things. All right, y'all. So now we're going to dive in to the last main passage in today's podcast. I want you to go to the book of Numbers, chapter 20, verse 1 through 13 in the New Living Translation. For the sake of time, I want you to read this on your own. But right now, we're going to talk about Moses, okay? So in this particular passage, the children of Israel, they were complaining about not having any water. Moses is frustrated. Moses is burnt out. Moses is like, yo, I don't want to deal with these people no more, God. I didn't ask for you to call me. I didn't ask to be called into this position. I don't want to do this anymore. And so right now, Moses is stressed out. Now listen, God gives Moses instructions. He says, I want you to speak to the rock. That was the instruction, speak to the rock. But Moses, out of his frustration and irritation and being burnt out and not being emotionally where he needed to be, he strikes the rock out of frustration. And because of that decision that he made out of his frustration, guess what? God took him to a mountain. He showed him everything in the promised land. And he said to Moses, this is everything that you would have had if you didn't make that decision and disobey me and hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. Moses went through this long journey throughout the wilderness and he made one decision that altered his entire future. God showed him everything that he was supposed to have 
and he said, you can't have it and you will not enter into the promised land. Somebody else is going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. I wonder who's going to take your spot. I wonder who is going to replace you and get everything that God intended for you, but you chose to react instead of think. You chose not to pause, but you chose to get emotional and make a decision that would alter your destiny. Right now, I know you're frustrated. I know you're tired. I know you're fatigued. I know you're burnt out. Follow this passage, y'all. Moses did something that cost him his entire future, y'all. There's plenty of times in my life where I could have made some dumb decisions that could have messed up what God wanted to do in my life, y'all. But I chose to obey God's word. I chose to follow God. I know what's gonna happen if I quit. It's inevitable. I won't reach the promise. But the question is, if I don't quit, I wonder what the promise will be like. Listen, the Bible tells us, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. And I believe the level of warfare that you're going through right now, it tells me that reaping season is right around the corner. I believe reaping season is right around the corner for you. And that's why you're going through so much warfare. Warfare is just an indication that reaping season is right around the corner for you. Do not give up in this season. Get back in God's presence and rest. Because when you backslide and you go back, other people will get what was intended for you. If you take time and you read this scripture, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 14 in the New Living Translation, it reads, backsliders get what they deserve. Good people receive their reward. Don't let somebody get what was intended for you because you chose to make a decision because you are an emotional wreck. Take time to pause. Take time to think before you make a decision. All right, y'all. So I want to leave you with a bonus scripture real quick before we close out the podcast. I want you to read Psalms chapter 16, verse 11 in the King James Version. It says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. I want you to highlight the part that says in your presence is the fullness of joy. There's been plenty of times where I'm stressed out, plenty of times where my mind is all over the place, plenty of times where I'm just like, man, I don't want to do ministry no more. I'm just done with my calling. But when I get into his presence, y'all, and I take time to worship, it does not change my situation, my circumstance, or my condition. But what it does, it changes my perspective and it changes my lens so I can see correctly through the lens of the gospel and not my current situation of what I'm going through. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. The Bible says weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Just take some time to sleep, y'all. It's going to be okay. Listen, I know a lot of people out there right now, you're dealing with anxiety. You're dealing with mental health issues. You're going to therapy and that's cool. Go to therapy if you need to, to talk out your problems. But the Bible tells me that Jesus is a wonderful counselor. And right now you might be watching this and the doctor, he's giving you medications, you're popping pills, you're doing things to deal with your mental issues. You're dealing with things right now. And you're like, man, I'm just gonna take this pill. This is gonna make me feel better. Listen, if the doctor told you to take medications, that's cool. But I also want you to take the time, try Jesus as well. 
mix it together, try Jesus, because the Bible lets us know in his presence is the fullness of joy. You have to understand that depression, it is a spirit. If you take time to read 1 Samuel chapter 16, it talks about how King Saul had a spirit of depression on him. And when David came into the room, he began to play his harp. And every time David played his harp, the spirit of depression left the room. Listen, some things can't be medicated. Some things you got to get into God's presence, y'all. I'm not speaking against anyone or downing anyone that takes medications, whether you're dealing with bipolar, whether you're dealing with depression or anxiety. I'm not downing you for that. But I do want to tell you biblically, get into God's presence, get in his presence and soak. Because sometimes we just need to get into his presence so we can feel that peace again, so we can have that joy again, y'all. All right, y'all, so we're about to close out. And I want to pray for someone out there right now that is discouraged, that is defeated, that is depressed, and that feels suicidal. You're overwhelmed right now. Again, the CEO, again, the startup business entrepreneur out there, again, the parent that's single right now and has multiple kids. You're not getting child support. You feel like you don't have the support and the kids are just driving you crazy. The pastor out there, the minister out there, the worship leader out there that needs to be refreshed. I want to pray for you real quick. Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus, praying right now, Father God, for that CEO, that startup business entrepreneur, that parent that's single, Father, that marriage that's going through right now, that pastor, that worship leader that's burnt out and they don't want to do ministry anymore. Father, I pray that you would refresh them and revive them as they listen to this podcast, God. Let them know that it's going to be okay. Let them know that even though there's dark skies today, the light will soon come out and the sun will soon shine on them once again. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And Father, I speak to these cameras even right now, God, and I pray, God, you lift them out of depression, lift them out of discouragement, and let them know that it's not time to quit. Your replacement is waiting on you. You cannot quit. I pray for your strength. I pray that God revive you. I pray that God strengthen you. May your marriage prosper. May your business prosper. May your ministry prosper. May God refresh and refresh you with a new anointing and a new fire and a new passion and a new zeal for the gospel in Jesus' name. All right, y'all, it's a wrap. Listen, if today's message burnt out, bless you. I want you to take the time to follow us on all social media platforms and tell somebody about this message of being burnt out and how God's word can revive them and refresh them and cause them to begin to live again. If you watch this and you felt like it blessed you, Take the time and bless somebody else, y'all. All right, y'all. It's your boy, 13th Disciple, 13TH, a.k.a. The Young John the Baptist, signing off. Until next time, go make disciples. Let go!